Let's give me your definition of yoga. People can look it up uh, and, and, and Google it and everything else. But in your mind, how would you define yoga? Well, um, I'm going to I'm going to come from a more Western thought process. OK, um, so if you ask somebody from India, it's going to have a very kind of religious background. Right. It comes from the Hindu um, religion. And, and that was one of the things that kind of turned me off in the in the in the beginning was that I was a Christian and I wasn't, I didn't resonate with some of the gods and goddesses and names. And I was like, that's why my business is now called yoga by design. Um, so I Westernized it. So it's, it's a way to find peacefulness within yourself. Most mm -hmm. of us look for peace out there. Like we think, okay, if, this person's this way, or somebody drives better, I'm going to be calm. So no matter what's going on around you, yoga shows you how to bring that calm from within you, mm. rather than trying to seek it outside yourself. It's never wow. from outside you. That's a massive discovery, if you think about it. I mean, what bigger spiritual journey, maybe, is the right word to use to describe the, the the recognition that peace is an internal job mm -hmm. and that uh, a, a skill set to be able to create that like you're saying you're in a car and someone's driving maybe in a way you don't like so you're screaming and, and freaking out um you know and maybe there's a there's a small amount of time where maybe that's valuable because someone really is you know driving yes. in an insane fashion but the majority of the time it's just you know he didn't put his blinker on i wish he would switch lanes why are you doing why are you traveling so close to that person kind of minutia right i mean it's definitely yeah. uh, it's it's really picking that stuff and if you had inner peace that wouldn't bother you and inner peace sounds like once again one of these out there crazy things that people can't achieve but Obviously, you came from running a business to a point of teaching inner peace through yoga. And, uh, and not to say that anybody could do it, but you, you did it. You were raised in the West. You're a Christian faith. So, you know, it isn't like uh, you're, you're an oddity for this area. You're, you know, you're, you're in, in some ways very typical of how we grew up, right? Mm -hmm. That's how we were raised. So if you can do it. You'd be a great communicator of how other people can do it. They came from the same mindset and background. Right. That's fantastic. That's, yeah. That and I think that's one of the things is that people gravitate to my style that do gravitate. Um, it's because they have that same mindset. Now there's some people who come in and say, Well, I want to pray to Buddha and I'm going, Well, mm -hmm. you're not gonna find that here, you know. Mm -hmm. So I've actually had people say that to me, you know, wanted me to wow. teach them about Buddha. And I go, No, oh. it's it's not, you know, but uh, but that's the misconception that we that I'd like to clear up with people. It doesn't interfere with your faith, no matter what faith you are. Yoga is a science. Mm -hmm. okay? It's a way of life, but it doesn't interfere at all with your faith. So that's mm -hmm. a real important thing. I think a lot of people need to debunk that myth. Yeah, I've even asked uh, people if they thought Buddhism was a faith or a philosophy because there's so much philosophically sound comments that agree with so many other faiths mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, is it, you know, and, and I think it's still a, to this point a debatable, you know, I mean, I'm sure a Buddhist is going to say, well, it's my faith, but faith and philosophy, those are fuzzy lines between those two. Mm -hmm. um, be a great conversation to have with, with somebody that uh, spent more time in that yeah. concept of which one is it, right? 
But I never, I never introduced, uh, yoga was not introduced to me having anything to do with Buddha or even India. I just thought it was yoga, right? So I found out later it came from India. That's great. And then there was a Hindu uh, and, and a, you know, Buddhist type of background and that, and that's fine. I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, mm -hmm. But I was more into, can I hold this posture without falling over? I mean, my focus <laughs> wasn't really anything else. Yeah. And am I breathing deep enough? You know, I can't, I'm looking at someone else going, wow, I can't believe a person could do that. That's so amazing. Um, but how many different styles of yoga are there? You hear about different styles. Yes. Yeah. The there are many, many uh, hundreds and hundreds of style, especially wow. in India. And just about every village has a teacher, uh, a guru or a sadhu. And they, so they, teach their style of yoga. So the most popular are Iyengar yoga, Himalayan yoga, uh, of course, uh, I'm trying, uh, a bunch of other ones without getting okay. into There's so many, but each teacher brings themselves to the party. So if somebody's a very physical, really into athletic, very athletic, you might bring that, whereas another teacher might have, be more mindful and more meditative style right. and... Um, I I taught I was taught under the Himalayan style and the Kripalu style of yoga, mm -hmm. and I gravitated to Kripalu style, which is a more feminine type of yoga. Um, it's not as uh, rigid um, and or okay. steep dogma. It's it's okay. a softer kind of, and that resonated with me and my personality. You know me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's interesting how martial arts and yoga have some overlay. Um, one of the mm -hmm. things I studied for a very short time, just didn't have enough time, but I was very fascinated in it, was some of the martial arts that are really based more in uh, peaceful movement more than they are, you know, sort of violent or defensive. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember one form, their, their sort of catchphrase was a way of harmony. And they said that if someone gives you a gift and you refuse to take it, they still have the gift. So if someone comes to you with force and you give the force back to them, whatever they gave you, you give it back to them. So if someone was to throw themselves at you, you got out of the way um, and they hit the ground, they would actually be, you know, doing the damage to themselves, almost like a lesson versus, you know, being being violent or being disruptive. And mm -hmm. I think you're talking about the different how aggressive some yoga is and how yin and yang maybe it is um different so. forms of yoga so mm -hmm. how does a person know if they're if, if they're just gonna go out and do yoga how do they know which one they're getting involved in if you take like a super athlete and he want he or she wants to get involved in yoga um how would you direct them do you have different practitioners or how far do you go away from the yoga you just described well okay let's deal with what first question was how do uh, what would be safe way maybe for people to come to yoga, you mean, that want to right. know about yoga? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so the first part would be, okay, so you want to talk to a yoga teacher. So there's a number of yoga teachers on the internet. There's also teachers that still have studios, but it's a good idea to connect with them, either by email, text, or voice, and just talk to them. And just ask, you know, tell them what you're looking for and see if it's a match. And most teachers will let you do the first class free. I do that in my class. So you wanna, you don't wanna just jump in without knowing or, or, or worse yet, without the teacher knowing you. 
That's a big mistake. Right. That's one of the bad things about the internet. There's a lot of good things about the internet and yoga on here. But the bad thing is people get involved with things they have no business getting involved with at that time. Sure, sure. And so it's, uh, it's good to do a little research, take responsibility, do a little research. And the best way is to talk to somebody that's already doing yoga that you might know. Most people have somebody in their life that's doing yoga. Talk yeah. to that person. And, um, you know, there's yoga in the gyms, which is, you know, a little different than having it like a, on, on the internet with more with a teacher that's really committed to her students. Where in the gym, people come in and out all the time. You don't even know mm -hmm. who they are. Right. I recommend, especially for my, my, my focus is the over 50 crowd. Mm -hmm. Although I have younger people in my class and many people have grown into my classes. I have people that started when they were in their 60s are now in their 80s. I have people that started in their 30s that are now in their 50s, you know, so um, but finding a teacher that matches you and you what you're looking for. So if maybe you're preparing to um, run a marathon. You would do a certainly a different type of yoga than somebody who's just looking for more peaceful uh, place and toning yeah. and you know being able to have some peace within themselves. Yeah, like build endurance. So yeah. you you would you could confidently say that yoga is for everyone. I can. I've Good. even done uh, yoga. Um, one-on-one -on -one in, with people on in hospital beds. Great. I yeah. believe it. Yeah. And um, I, I, one in particular, the woman had terminal cancer. Um, and it was a friend. It was my, one of my friends, her mom. She had some familiarity with yoga. So it wasn't, you know, she had a little, but she never thought she'd be able to do it in bed. And I just talked her through it, and I had her visualize it in bed. And when the aides came in after we were done, they could not believe the amount of mobility and strength she had after that class. That's and it good. still gives me goosebumps to think about it um, because it gave her a quality of life, a little bit more time and quality of life and confidence that she could do more than she thought. So even somebody who's never done yoga, I could do it in a hospital bed on a chair, I do it online and some of my students, um, some of the work I do, some of the people are online and they're in their bed because they can't get down on the floor. So that's a nice that's advantage of having it online. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, 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 that's fantastic. And I can picture that because the, in the yoga that I've done, I can imagine that you can create a setting uh, out of almost any, in any, any environment <clears throat> and create uh, yogic like muscle tone and positioning to whatever degree that person's, you know, able to pull it off exactly. to whatever because, degree. It's not going to be, you're not going to compare it to somebody like yourself, who's really, you know, fit and toned and, you, mm -hmm. you know, you do hiking and you're, and you have an athletic background. Yeah, no, somebody that it's going to be a little different. So I appeal to all ends of the spectrum from hospital beds to mm -hmm. people who are really physically fit. And, that, and that's, 